We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Time and uh, humbly greet the visionaries of this house, Reverend S.C. and Pastor P.A. Matebula. I greet the entire first family in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I extend my greetings to uh, fellow yoke bearers, the pastors that are here and their spouses. It is indeed a privilege to serve with you in the kingdom of God. I also greet uh, the leadership that helps and aids uh, the visionaries in the leading of this great and august work that we do in the kingdom. Amen. I also uh, greet humbly the entire congregation in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior, but more especially, I greet the women in this house as we are in the Women's Month. Hallelujah. We continue then, even in this year, to uh, belabor or labor under the theme uh, Revolutions Yachigizinto. Amen. Uh, see, Nomkuba, we've got a habit in this church to have monthly themes. Last month, we were taught and we were exhorted on the theme uh, inside out. And uh, this month, I am privileged to kick off a theme for the month, which is uh, fervent. The theme for the month is fervent. Hallelujah. So throughout the coming weeks, you will be uh, taken through, taught, um, around the theme fervent in the name of Jesus. Now, because I'm the first speaker in this month, uh, let me do justice uh, on introducing the theme fervent before I move on. Um, uh, the, the word fervent uh, means, amongst other things, um, extremely devoted. So if you are extremely devoted, we consider you to be fervent. It means very hot uh, or glowing, according to Miriam Webster. Uh, if you are fervent, it means you are very hot. Therefore, if we are calling for Christians that are fervent, we are saying you, you must be over the era of being cold. Uh, but you must find yourself not just hot, but very hot. Mm. Uh, they go on to say it means having intense affection towards something or someone. So you don't do things half-heartedly. Uh, if you are a fervent person, you do things with intense uh, affection. Mm, let's move on. It, it says, uh, exhibiting enthusiasm, zeal, conviction, and persistence. This is fervent. Uh, it means exhibiting or marked by great intensity of feeling. So it, it goes together with the word zealous. There are some synonyms that I'd like to leave you with. Uh, it is uh, charged, other words that means the same thing as fervent, 
charged, burning, flaming, fiery, glowing, passionate, impassioned, intense, superheated. These are words that go together with fervent. Mm. Are you fervent? Superheated. Amen. Now let me then take a sub-theme and minister to us today under the theme, a fervent spirit. A fervent spirit. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm going to move very fast. And I will not be running around. Sing him down, man. I'll be standing still here. Also, greet those that are joining us online. This pastor is just going to be standing here. He's going nowhere. Sing him down, man. Hallelujah. Now, 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 if if you you acknowledge that we are in a in a women's month, you also appreciate that there were a number of women that did something that was amazing uh, in our past that stood up and said, you know what, there are injustices in our society that cannot be tolerated. And these women were not willing to sit and nurse their babies, but they were willing to say, we are beyond average and we're going to challenge the status quo. I guess there were fervent women. There were women that were not willing to say, our husbands can be abused by the system. We are going to stand up. Our children cannot just be abused by the system. And we are going to stand up. If you are a woman today, uh, I, I guess part of my sermon, a large part of my sermon is going to be trying to align myself to you. Now, Mfunis Makubo, help us. What is a fervent spirit? We hear about fervent, but what is a fervent spirit? A fervent spirit is a spirit, mind, or attitude that cannot be quenched by anything and must keep us in a burning state in the race of our life. Now, now you, you realize Uguti Lapa, who fervent, who spirit, who spirit gang is Greek, who numa, who numa, who attitude in a psyche, your moon. Uh, when we talk about a fervent spirit, city, there is something in you as a human being that characterizes you. Especially when we are sitting in the month of August where you are looking at the year having gone past halfway. And it is about to, to, to conclude in about four months time. And you are starting to look at things and you are starting to ask yourself, what is happening to me? Because What's wrong with me? Because even my friend did buy the car that he spoke to me about in January as part of his New Year's resolution. Uh, things are not adding up to you, Mzala. And I'm here to say, have a fervent spirit. A spirit that says, come what may, I am not giving up now. Because I know that the God that I serve is a faithful God. Now, if you have a fervent spirit, you've got a spirit that cannot be quenched. No matter what comes your way, uh, you are a person that will not go back, but you are a person that will go forward. Whether things are going well in your marriage or not, you are a person that says backwards never, forwards ever. 
Now, the fervent spirit encapsulates the human spirit. And there is somebody that in 1984 that wrote a song after seeing a documentary about apartheid South Africa in 1984. The man is sitting in London. His name is Labi Sifre. Uh, he, 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 he sits and he watches this documentary and something comes upon him and he starts to write a song. And, and, and his song, I'm trying to say why you must have this fervent spirit. He writes a song, and I'm sure you know the song. The song starts off by saying, the higher you build your barriers. Yeah. Because there are just appointed, self-appointed to build barriers against other people. Yeah. I am here to say to women at Hope Restoration Ministries, the, the, the fact that there are people that are building barriers against you uh, uh, must allow the fervent spirit to kick in. The man says, the higher you build your barriers, the taller I become. He says, the further you take my rights away. I don't know who's taking your rights away at work. I don't know who's taking your rights away in society. The man says, if you take them further, the faster. I will run. He goes on and he says, you can deny me. You can decide to turn your face away from me. No matter the cause, it does not matter because there is something inside me. He says it's not just something. He says this thing that is inside me is so strong. He says, I know I can make it. The odds are against me, but I know I can make it. Though you are doing me wrong and so wrong, you thought that my pride was gone. He says, oh no. There is something inside so strong. Can I say to women and some men in the house, if you, if you are carried by a, if you are obsessed and possessed by a fervent spirit, you come to a point where you say, I don't care what you do to me, but deep inside me there's something that is burning. Where's the verse, preacher? I'm coming to the verse. Uh, Nick Rowe puts it like this. He says, the human spirit holds measure beyond holds a measure beyond measure the kind that will break down the walls of all the blocks that come our way within us we've got that nature that spirit that is able to block everything that is brought our way but we cannot be a cc christians we cannot be the type of a Christian that is confronted by walls and we get into depression simply because there are walls. We must be able to say, depression, I see you, but deep inside me there is something so strong. Something in me. I can see you are coming my way, depression, but there is something inside me that is in my spirit that was deposited by God Almighty and, and you, you cannot mess up with me. 
Now, 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 in the Bible, there are, I'm going to the verse. In the Bible, there are some characters that possessed a fervent spirit. I'm staying here. Daniel and his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Daniel chapter number three, when they come before the king in a foreign land, uh, the king is trying to introduce new things into their system, and they are saying, no, 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 the fervent spirit in us does not allow us to bow to foreign things, because the fervent spirit will remind you who you are. The fervent spirit inside of you will say there are things you ought not to bow to. Remember Joseph? What about Job? Uh, when the man uh, was under pressure and he had to give up, even his wife gave him permission to insult God and die. He, he, the fervent spirit, the red hot spirit in him says, I will go on because in me, I know my redeemer lives. What about Paul going to Malta beaten by snakes? I don't know. I don't know what most snakes are beating you. But I'm saying if you've got a fervent spirit, even if the snakes beat you. Mm, because now they were allowed inside the ark. Meaning they are going to bite. Uh, but what about Nehemiah? What about Nehemiah? When Keshem, Tobiah, uh, they came. Uh, San Balad came. He says, I, I can't stop now. I can't, I can't stop now. No more fear the mother-in-law trying to make you stop. Say, I can't stop now. The work I'm doing is too great for the kingdom. My assignment is too big. Uh, Nehemiah says, no, no, no. I hear you guys. I hear you, gents. Uh, uh, but, but the project is too big. Somebody who's got a fervent spirit, you give up too quickly. What about that persistent weak widow in Luke chapter number 18 that was confronted by a wicked king? Uh, because we've got wicked men in politics. We've got wicked men even in our municipalities. The other day I saw a woman who came to plead and make an arrangement for electricity to be opened. The man on the other side was wicked. But the woman kept on going back, sitting in her seat and coming back as if she was saying, mm -mm, I don't hear you. Because my children cannot sleep in darkness. Uh, persistent woman. Uh, what about what about Rizpa? Iskata sing for me. Second Samuel chapter number twenty-one, verse one to fourteen. This woman says, "I I I know I know these kids are messed up now, uh, but I ain't gonna leave them here. I'm going to stand around them, and I'm gonna chase the vultures away. I am gonna have the fervent spirit that will make me stay until the situation turns around." Uh, the women in this house. What about Hannah? What about Hannah? Uh, I'm going to keep on going to Shiloh until something shows up. What about Jesus? Uh, what about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? Luke chapter number 22. When, when he had to give up, he says, I can't now. The entire world is sitting on my shoulders. Uh, the redemption of humankind is on. It's painful, but I can't give up now. Because my responsibilities are too huge. Say, you can't give up now. Your responsibilities are too huge. 
These are people in the Bible that are possessed by fervent spirits. Listen to a man, John Wesley. Uh, he's he possessed by a fervent spirit. He says, you know what? I set myself on fire so that people can come watch me burn for God. Uh, because because if, 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 if you carry a fervent spirit, you burn deep inside. No, no, Don't go and burn yourself with gasoline. Uh, no, no, no. He's not talking about it. He's talking about spiritually activating the fervent spirit. Because with the fervent spirit comes the fire. And, and when people see you on fire, it becomes a testimonial. Oh, so speaking what did they read and the husband asks what did that black pastor read Romans chapter number 12 verse number 11 I need you all know that Romans chapter number 12 is about the living, Christian living uh, that's what that entire chapter is about and verse number 11 and put your finger on Luke chapter number 8 uh, verse number 11 says Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor. That's where that word fervor comes from. Keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. It's verse number 11. I, I like Uluk 18, Uluk 8, chapter number four, verse number 43. This story is, is a lovely story. It, it, you, know, you all know it. If you don't know it, go ask for your change in, in Sunday school, school fees. Verse number 43 says, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. How many years? 12 years. <laughs> so, so, according to Leviticus 19, 15 verse 19, this woman would have had to ask for leave every year, in fact, every month, for seven days. She, she, she uh, you, you, you must love the gospel of Jesus Christ and the liberating power of the cross. This woman, 12 years, according to the law, she needed to disappear for seven days. Imagine in your workplace dis disappearing every month for seven days. And rules that are put in place by men. That's why, that's why you must be careful. In Leviticus, Levitical laws, there's 634 of them in Leviticus. Live streaming, who still wants to be bound to the law when there has been a liberation of people of God from the law because if today you are wearing polyester and silk as you sit down there you are sinful because the law says you cannot mix them I am done with this but if it was not for Jesus, then they continue. They say, 12 years she was there, and, and, and but no one could heal her. She came up behind him, meaning Jesus, and touched the edge of his cloak. 
you may wonder why, 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 what made her to be able to see that that cloak belonged to Jesus. It's because rabbis wear, wore cloaks that had four tassels around them. So even if you are on your knees, you could be able to identify that this one does not belong to a, a rabbi. This one. So though she was on her knees, she could be able to identify the deep blue. Because even when you are on your knees, life has thrown you down on your knees. You must be able to identify things that carry your breakthrough. When the world thinks they have slapped you and you are on your feet, you must be on your feet, but white open eyes you must have. I thank this woman, even though she was in the list of positions, her eyes were wide open. What is different here? What, what is different here? In the crowds, you must identify what is different. Why are we reading about this woman in a fervent spirit? 12 years. And you keep on keeping on. You must have something inside of you. I give this woman a round of applause, man. And she touched his cloak and immediately her bleeding stopped. The bleeding stopped, but she did not get her healing. <laughs> you must have the fervent spirit to keep on keeping on. Because sometimes certain things that you've prayed for will stop. But it does not mean you're whole. And, uh, now you, you'll hear me just now shortly. And, and, and Jesus asked, when they all denied it, uh, Peter um, uh, said, Master, people are, uh, said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. Jesus asked, but Jesus said, someone touch me. I know that uh, power has gone out of me. Then the woman, seeing that she had been caught, you must be caught doing the right things. Ah, Jesus uh, came trembling and fell on her feet, uh, on his feet, in the presence of all the people. She told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then Jesus said to her, "Then he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you." Uh, now, when he says your other versions say your faith has made you whole, I want you to understand and accept that there is a difference between being healed and being made whole. The woman was made whole after presenting herself into Jesus. In the presence of Jesus, even what appears to be healed is made whole. Healed may be temporary, but whole is long lasting. Mm. Why do we need a fervent spirit, you may ask yourself. Why do we need a fervent spirit? Number one, life is full of obstacles. In life, you will be blocked left, right, and center. Some of you today at work, you've done everything right, but your promotion has been blocked. Ah, and you need a fervent spirit. As I was preaching, praying, and preparing for this message, in my spirit came a number of people who have been blocked and obstacles have been placed on their way, especially in the vocational work area. And God says, I must tell those people that ignite in you 
activating you, your faith and spirit. Don't give up against the injustice. Amen. But keep pressing. Mm. Why do we need a faith and spirit? The establishment will be against what God wants to do through his children. Amen. You, you see, there is an establishment. The world has got its establishment. And has got its people that need to keep it. And these, these people are, are often against what God wants to do in your life. And if you're going to give up too soon, you may not manifest the purposes of God over, over your life. Why do we need a fervent spirit? The Bible says, because there is a cloud of witnesses that is watching over us. And they need us every day to say, yesterday I failed. But I ain't gonna camp on my failure. I am going to activate even when they've written me off. Why? It's because in me there's that spirit. Even when we gossip about her. Amen. The fervent spirit. Keep on keep on showing up. Why do we need this spirit? It's because serving the Lord requires that we have such a spirit. Amen. No, but sometimes they're not going to acknowledge you. Sometimes they're not going to acknowledge your 100,000, your 200,000 that you offered. But because you offered not to human beings, but to the Lord, you're going to keep on showing up with the same smile. Amen. Uh, lastly, why do we need this fervent spirit? Because giving up is not an option. Too much has been deposited in our spiritual wombs that we can give up now. We need uh, to keep on going because of this reason. Hmm. How do we acquire the fervent spirit? You see, this woman in this book, she connected to an unending source. There were other disciples around. There were other apostles around. Number one, if you want to connect and you want to tap into this fervent spirit, you must touch the source. This source is always present. This source is Jesus. You must tap into this power that is never ending. How else? No. Tap into his alternative. Yeah, let me stop here. The other things we'll talk about it in the second service. Stop tapping into things that are not of the kingdom that you belong in. Stop. There's only one option. And that option is Jesus Christ. I don't know, maybe for 12 years we tried other things. And I'm here to say, if, if you have a fervent spirit, it will force you to connect to the source. And the source that we have all connected to is Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why when we are broke, we don't go to friends necessarily. Yeah. Go to the source. Amen. 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 Number two, the woman tapped into the source. Uh, you must also develop a barbarism mentality and attitudes. You know, 
David calls God after he has observed him. He says, he's Jehovah Balberazan. Meaning, uh, he is a God of breakthrough. But he says, he's when you've got the spirit of breakthrough, uh, uh, they, they, they put obstacles. Uh, but they wake up in the morning and they found that their obstacles are broken. Because there is something inside you that is stronger than the obstacles. For greater is he that lives in us than any other obstacles. I want you women of God in the house. I know there's too many obstacles. Sometimes I, I, I sit and I watch my wife and I say, goodness, this woman, how does she manage? Goes to, to the office, has to face the pressure of the office, comes back home, has to look at what homework was there. Even if they are obeys in Kosiam, this woman still wants to make sure because there is something that is fervent in her. I'm saw you when he last saw you 
you, you were tearing your mattress, your, your pillow, and you were in tears because things were not adding up. And the letters had come telling you that uh, you've once again jumped another installment. But you woke up this morning and you are all in smiles. You woke up, you put your or lipstick. You woke up, you put your lipstick on and you put your stockings and you put your high heel shoes and you can't see it uh, because you've got a fervent spirit that says, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep on going back. 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 And as we wrap up, uh, we're saying, uh, don't give up. Let that fire. Uh, Jeremiah says, even if I want to give up, I can't. Because the fervent fire is consuming me in my bones. Can I say to somebody, do not give up on your marriage. Uh, can I say to somebody, can, can the fervent spirit reignite something in your marriage? I'm saying to a young person, can, can, can the spirit of God uh, ignite the love for your parents once again? I know they've messed up and they've left you and they've neglected you, but, but can you say, Lord, just, just start the fire again in me? You, you see, Tendra, uh, in, the, in, the, in the book of, of Leviticus, chapter number 6, verse number 12, there was a fire that was always burning outside the tabernacle, Mount Gain. It was a sacrificial one. You had to do sacrifices there. But there was another one that was in the holy place, was inside. Uh, I, don't, I don't mind the fire that is on the outer court. The fire that we need this morning is the one that is inside. Because if that fire that is on the inside keeps on burning, it does not matter. It does not matter what insults you face. It does not matter how many times they scandalize your name. If that fire on burning. I don't know who quenched your fire. But, but I sense a revival. I sense an igniting of the inner fire. Abanye umnilo kungatusuya kima. Namshanga so Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.